Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Raposho. With me, as always, is my write-in vote for Senator of Alabama, Sam Grezes. <laughs> well, you didn't help then, you dangus. Well, I, I guess statistically you did, since you're a white dude, and if you did do a write-in vote, then statistically your vote was likely to go to Roy Moore if you didn't do a write-in vote. So, I'm a young white male who was raised Christian. So I yeah. took a vote away from Roy Moore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Anyway, we have a guest this week. We haven't had him on for a while, but with the Eagles having an incredible season and also having some tragic news this week, I figured it's a good time to actually bring an Eagles fan back on so that we can just talk about the Eagles this week a little bit. So welcome back to the show, Sam's roommate, Ray Rayburn. (laughs) You did this to us. (laughs) You did it. I wanted to be on this show all season. The Eagles are having an amazing season. The Giants are the worst team in football, and I wanted to be on this show so bad, and I wanted to so bad, and you finally let me on the show, and you cursed him. You cursed our quarterback, Dave. You tore a man's ACL. How do you feel about that? Okay, first off, Sam, you will back me up on this, but I requested at least a couple weeks ago, hey, is Ray available? He might be a fun guest, right? Yeah. The Eagles are doing thing. That's and true. And he wasn't you, at the time. You were you were in an acting class. Oh, would that I could go back there to that time <laughs> when I cared about things like my career. <laughs> so... I'm not saying it's my fault, but it's not entirely my fault. Right. It's like a 40% probably somewhere out there. 40% is what's left of my beautiful savior's knee. Oh, no. (laughs) No. No, well. 40% is about what's left of the odds of us winning the Super Bowl. Well, okay, so so let's let's. I let's, mean, that's still pretty decent odds. Yeah, and and let's get into this real quick because yes, it's a step down, right? But I, I saw a stat the other day that was like Nick Foles' first season, and we were talking about this actually, Ray and I were um, yesterday uh, about how Nick Foles' first season in the league was God. Was it the best? It was, it was pretty much exactly what we're witnessing this year. Except it's, it was better. It was better it was, than Carson Wentz's first. Uh, like, I remember watching that season and, like, Eagles fans were going nuts that Nick Foles was the savior. It's pretty much the exact same way they were talking about Carson Wentz mm-hmm. this season, but about Nick Foles. Like, it, it feels eerily, like, deja vu from this perspective, just like Eagles fans just fawning over the guy almost the exact same way well hilariously uh nick Foles in his rookie season set the record for touchdown passes by a rookie without an interception until this year when deshaun watson broke the record (laughs) really watson did that how appropriate that we get i believe so how appropriate that we get nick Foles back here's the thing about nick Foles: i don't know how he's gonna be but you talk I don't about think anyone his, does. You talk about his first season in the league, and you know the only thing I can think of: Brock Osweiler. <laughs> oh God! Oh, that's oh man, that's depressing, dude. Why would you do that to yourself? Just a big. I mean, out of the same school. I want to even say, do they go both go to Arizona? I don't know. 
they went somewhere down in the southwest. I think both, they, I think they both went to Arizona. Yeah, they're both extremely tall, and I'm horrified to see what they're going to do in the future. Uh, Brock Osweiler went to Arizona State. Uh, oh, so close, uh, close but no cigar. Eh, eh. But yeah, Nick and Foles Nick is a Foles giant went to mystery. Arizona State, Michigan State, and the University of Arizona. So, yeah. <laughs> wait a second, there's a story here. He also has a degree from the University of Phoenix. <laughs> nice, very good. Well, that's he got his degree video on his games. Own time. You know, we wanted to, uh, we wanted to, we wanted a, a thinker at the quarterback. We couldn't get Ryan Fitzpatrick, so yeah, the next best thing. <laughs> Jesus. So, do you do, all of the all of the um, uh, I guess faux uh, doom and gloom aside, are you are you still hopeful? Because I still like if you if you asked me personally on paper, team with the best chance to win the Super Bowl. Still, I mean, I I would probably still give it to the Eagles. Uh, the Patriots, come on! I, yeah, it's I, gotta be the Patriots. I, it's the Patriots' default. After that, then you can talk who's going to yeah, be the like, most likely candidate outside the Patriots. The Patriots, who just got beat by the Dolphins. Hey, the Matt Moore era, man. Did he even yeah. play? I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't watch was that Jay game. Cutler. Who's, who's deep? Jay Cutler oh, outplayed Tom Brady. Cutler, yeah, it was Cutler. Jay Cutler threw three touchdowns and looked like Tom Brady, and Tom Brady threw two interceptions and looked like Jay Cutler. Yeah, their their defense miracle. also looked really, really shitty. I I mean, listen, I don't. I My, think it's closer, of course, but I still I still think the Eagles do have the best chance to win, even if Foles plays. Like if Foles can be eighty percent of the quarterback, you know that Wentz was. When Wentz was healthy, I had this horrible vision of a rematch Super Bowl Eagles Patriots and the Patriots either coming from behind like they did last year like a 27 situation or Wentz starting to vomit on the field like last <laughs> no. time oh my like, god I had that was my horrible vision before Wentz went down and Jesus. now if you had to press me I think it's going to be uh uh I think the Rams are the best team to mm. uh, go up against the Patriots That's fair that's fair I I, I want to see so what I want to see and this, so my my actual we can kind of talk about this too because we're not that far off from the playoffs. Um, I think I think that the Patriots are going to get knocked out of the playoffs by Jacksonville. Okay, that's bold. I, th- I think they can do. I seriously think they can take. do it. I think they. Can I th- do it. it depends entirely if Blake Bortles decides to be good or bad that day. Uh, yeah, the defense is absolutely good enough to keep the Patriots in check. The yep. question is, can the offense do anything? Yeah. The defense is it, best in the league by such a huge margin. It, it, right. And I that's, know, that's, that's why I'm fair. like, I, that, I mean, in every single time the Patriots have gone up against a semi good defense, like the Dolphins defense is pretty good and they've, they w- weren't able to do anything. And that's, so I think the key to beating the Patriots is it's the easiest fucking thing in the world to have a defense that gets the other team's offense off the field well, and so that their defense is somebody, on the field and gets tired. See if you can pay another team off in the previous round to get Gronk mad enough to stomp on somebody. <laughs> yeah. That's the other key. There you go. That's smart. That's... Or just hire Bernard Pollard as a hitman for somebody. 
he's got to be doing nothing important right now. Like, just, just like, hey, uh, we needed a slot for safety this week, and um, we needed someone with playoff experience. So here's Bernard Pollard. Just go get him. Go get him, P-Dog. Just, just get him. Well, who I else just... is in their way? I mean, there's the Steelers, who have absolutely no right to be 11-2. and two. No, absolutely none. Just... The Steelers are a paper tiger, if, if for this, sure. The thing is, if the Steelers beat the Patriots this week, like, the Patriots may not win their division. Like, what? it's not locked up yet. Yeah, I saw what? it. It's, it's uh, okay. likely, but there's... The Bills can't be that close. Yeah, the Bills... Well, even if the even though the Bills are what three games behind, they're the who's they're Joe Webb. <laughs> yeah, <I've... laughs> the Joe Webb led Bills are not going to be making a late season push. I believe. This is all I'm all I'm saying is that the fucking what was it? I, I was like looking up odds, and I was like, okay, so yeah, if Pittsburgh wins. What are the odds that the that the Patriots can clinch the division? Uh, and they they gave them like it was some somewhere on like seventy or eighty percent only. So and I was like, wow, that's that's lower than I thought it would be. So well, that's higher than the Falcons' chances were to lock that game out last year. So I don't want to. That's hear it. true. It's true. That's true. Also, mm-hmm. ouch ass yeah i'm sorry hey we all feel it we all we all felt it's it. true we're all That's we're true. all having a hard time right now yeah. sam yeah, I know. we're all having a bad time mm. oh well hey speaking wanna... of bad times um uh how about how about the cleveland browns huh well see funny you should say that oh jeez. because <laughs> uh i had a conversation with a browns fan and he thought that this was before the game, and he thought that uh-huh. the Packers uh-huh. were the Browns' last chance to win a game. God. I thought they were too. Hey, now, so did a lot of us. See, I have a take here. Please. The last week of the season, the Browns play the Steelers, who will certainly be resting all their starters, uh-huh. and it's a rivalry game. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I would like to see the Cleveland Browns oh win their only game of the season, their only game of the season against, against the Pits- the very good, the relatively very good Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. on the final week of the season. I hope that happens, but I hope they beat the Steelers starters because the Steelers are trying to fight for either a first round bye or the first seed overall. Some sort of, yeah. So the Steelers have some sort of impetus to play so that they're not, they're not sitting everyone, but they're sort of still mentally out of it and somehow the Browns pull off a bullshit upset. You know they're they're organizing a parade, right? They're already yeah. organizing a, a loser's parade. Yeah, I don't know if it's for Owen 16 specifically, but they're definitely organizing a like everyone's got bags on their heads, embrace the suck parade for the end of the season. Are the bags going to say trust the process? Oh my which God. they officially did not do last week. <laughs> no, they didn't. Last week, all right, so... We should like, get into the actual This happened games, right so. after we recorded, is more or less. The the Browns fired their executive vice president of football operations, a.k.a. the not-GM, GM, and he, also the, technically the GM, Sashi Brown. Yeah. One and a half years into the presumed three-year process, at least, mm-hmm. of the, the long game. Yeah, yeah. Well, so so there there 
was a bit of that, but it also kind of it to me it rung a little bit hollow just because of the whole fucking paying Kenny Britt scenario. Um, and if you're gonna start like quote the process end quote and you and you pull something like that that has to work right like that that can't blow up in your face the way that it did and now of course kenny Britt is on the on the patriots and he's gonna make the playoffs having not win won a single game this season which is which is absurd to me wild it's it's crazy. He has yet to be in the win column, and he's going he's, to the he's friggin' going playoffs. to the playoffs. Yeah, he's got an outside shot at a ring. Unless the most absolutely shot. ridiculous thing happens, and the Patriots somehow do miss the playoffs, please, which at please. this point is mathematic mathematically still possible. Like a billion things have to happen for them to not make it. Like the Patriots have to lose every game, and a whole bunch of other teams have to win certain games for the Patriots to be eliminated. So obviously that would be the funniest timeline, but life isn't that fair. No. <laughs> so, Hey, hey, welcome back, uh, Josh Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. He, I'm very excited to see more out of him this Did this you year. see that in basically two games, he's about halfway to leading the team in receiving yards as a wide receiver? Oh, man. No. Like I, th- I think Duke Johnson technically has like 500 yards more or less as, uh, like receiving a, a pass yards, but back. and but like the leading wide receiver on the team only has like 300 something, Christ. and Josh Gordon already has like 157. So, <laughs> Josh Gordon could very well lead the team in receiving yards by the end of the season. I would love for him to go to any other team in the league. <laughs> no, just... no, no, he belongs there. It's so right. <laughs> but, it would be weird seeing him in anything but that uniform even though we haven't seen him in that uniform for two years <laughs> it'd still be weird to see him in anything but a browns uniform i completely agree with everything that you're saying but like this is the redemption arc right like and we know that this isn't going to end with the browns becoming a good team so like where does the movie go if not there life isn't a movie sam Sometimes shit is just depressing. Sometimes you have a football team that's just a factory of sadness, and it doesn't... There are no moral victories. Like, have you seen The Last Boy Scout? The scene right at the beginning where the football player scores a touchdown, pulls out a gun, and then shoots himself in the head? That's this Browns team. That's the story. What the fuck? <laughs> is that a real movie? Is that a real thing? Yes, you can look this up. Look up The Last Boy Scout I'm... football, and it's a football player doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff, whipping out a gun and shooting himself in the head. After score, what? This is 100% Now, real. wait a second. That can't be the Cleveland Browns <laughs> because that would have to involve them scoring a touchdown, which I don't <laughs> think that they can do. Got him. Got him, got him, got him. Come on, you can't set it up for me like that. No, no, it was a pretty, (laughs) teed it up pretty nice. So what's the, who's the second worst team in the foot, in, in, in the football? Oh oh God. It's the Broncos or the Giants. The Broncos have two more wins than the Giants. So I think, I think. No, no, they only have one. I think they only have one. Broncos are four and nine. The Giants have also beaten the Broncos. Broncos are four and nine. Giants are two and nine. What have they beaten? Who did the Broncos beat? They well, they won the first week. three. Oh, they won this. No, they didn't win the first three. Yeah, I think so. I, didn't they actually just win a game re- like 
Oh no! They like shut out somebody. They this just past week. yeah. They, they blew out the, the Jets. They just shut out the Jets because that's, you never fucking count out touchdown Trevor fucking Simeon. But they you won idiots. three of their first four. They beat the yeah. Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Raiders. Yeah, that's what everyone thought they were good. Yep. And then they lost to the Giants and lost. Yeah. They pretty much lost everything after all they of, lost yes. to the Giants. And then, all and of then the they lost came off at the same eleven time. straight. No. <laughs> then they lost eight straight. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not a but good. But then luck. they bring back Trevor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they lost a couple games. Well, that's well that's not true. <laughs> One was very close to the Raiders, who, God bless him, just cannot get it together. No, no, it's such a shame. I we're want all to. rooting for you. Yeah, nobody likes Kansas City anymore. Fucking, where can what what happened to Amari Cooper? Does anyone know where he is? His ankle is in tatters. Uh, like, yeah, his ankle's about as uh, structurally intact as Michael Crabtree's train. Oof, oof, <laughs> a doof, oh. my dude. <laughs> yeah, they like rolled Amari Cooper out there on a bad ankle, and now he's like not practicing this week. So, Ugh. and I don't think Carr ever fully recovered from his uh, knee injury. No, really, no. He, I mean, he doesn't look as. I mean, they Anything finally got Marshawn Lynch year. rolling, and you, they win a couple games, and then they, to go out and lose to the Chiefs like that is just yeah. demoralizing. Well, I, and the thing is, is I didn't catch mo- like most of that game. I tuned in like near the end uh, when it was, yeah, like after the Raiders had already scored all of the points that they would score. The... The Chiefs put 26 points on the Raiders before the Raiders scored a single touchdown. They scored all of their points in the fourth quarter. It's so bad. It's not good. All of those points were in what essentially was garbage time. It's, it's not a good look for a football team, especially against a football team that, God, has really kind of fallen off a cliff. And, you know, I, I really thought the Raiders were going to be something coming into this season. And, like, the defense is there. Yeah, that's true. And that's the that was, like, the one thing that they could never That was get their problem right. last yeah. year. Yeah, like, their offense last year was the reason they were winning games. And their defense was like, well, if their defense could just get it together, you right. know, they got they got the pieces. They're just not, you know, gelling. And now they Now are. they're gelling and everyone else is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh some teams that have scored more points this season than the Oakland Raiders uh, quickly include uh, the New York Jets. Oh, God. The Washington Redskins. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, it's bad. I was going to say. The Buccaneers? Uh, okay, like, I buy the Redskins because the Redskins have a good offense. They're just very injured. I'm sorry. The Buccaneers and... have scored the exact same number of points as the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> oh, that's my mistake. That's so bad though it's still like ooh, come on the bucks everybody wrote them off like a long time ago and no one cares anymore and they've been injured speaking of receivers who have been nowhere to be found can we put mike evans name on like a fucking milk carton now like i mean I mean, what happened to Jameis? I know he was hurt for, like, the middle there, but even before then and even now, like, he just... We all kind of expected him and Mariota to take a step up, and they're not. Yeah, both Mariota, of them can't Mariota's do fine. anything. 
Well, the record's fine, but he looks like total trash for some reason. Like they yeah, keep winning games, but it's him. a miracle. I mean, he's turning the ball over. He's yeah. I mean, he's getting hit. Is I guess the answer to the question. And I think he is like a little beaten up right now. But at the same time, it's like we expected better than this. Yeah. They came into the season like this was going to be their coming out party. I I I think we were expecting from Jameis and Mariota what we got from Wentz and Goff. Yeah, and yeah. like Jameis and Mariota aren't the young guys anymore. You know? No, that's no. true. That's like, true. They've been in, around for. I a mean, bit. Wentz and Goff aren't even rookies. You know, they're both second year players. Like thinking about Marcus and and Jameis should be like you know hitting their stride right now. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston's quarterback rating uh, for twenty seventeen. He leads the team, which is good. It's <laughs> in quarterback rating. Yeah, that, that is that is a good thing. It's uh, it's forty four point nine. Oh my god. How bad is Fitzpatrick? I'm sorry. He appeared as the only person under team leader. Let me make sure he actually does <laughs> lead the team. Uh <laughs> hold. Uh Fitzpatrick doesn't look great, but uh Come on. Where is it's not showing me. Hold on. It's not showing me Q, QB rating anymore. Oh. This is I... this is too bad. Yeah, I mean, I will say Marcus Marcus Mariota. I'm looking up his stats, and he, it is pretty like his completion percentage is is the same, but he's already thrown five more interceptions than he had all year last year, uh, with much less like. So he had 26 touchdowns all of last year. So far, he has only 10. He's only thrown for 10 touchdowns this yeah. year. Well, That's pretty and bad. the Bucks have the excuse of playing in, I think, arguably one of the best divisions in football this year. Uh, yeah, and that's true. Uh, yeah. Against I, I all true. odds, strangely. Like, where did the Panthers and the Falcons come from? They, yeah. they don't pass the eye test, but look at their records. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tennessee is like, I guess you have Jacksonville to play twice, but then there's – like, it's no wonder you're 8-5 and five with the Texans and the Colts in your division. Well, right. That's – you were talking yeah. about some of the worst teams in it's the league. It's the Colts. And the Colts have padded that. I don't know. Brissett looks he's, – he's, uh, he's a lot better than – I don't know. He's I think he had any right to be. I I so I was reading up on on Brissett and like in the Colts and stuff because I was like there was some, there was something bugging me about like about this team and the fact it was that you like, have to watch them on national television pretty often Chuck Pagano's face <laughs> yes yes and yes but something about them just seemed super super familiar the fact and... that they are haunted by the ghost of Frank Gore. <laughs> Yes, you, these are all good jokes that are also the right answer. But but their offensive line is still fucking garbage. Like, Jacoby Brissett right now is, is the most sacked quarterback in football. Just like Andrew Luck has been every single year he's been under I, center for the Colts. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think the Colts have had a good line since Peyton Manning played for the Colts. I, I think you are absolutely correct about that and it's like you'd think that would be your your i feel like these past few years have really exposed just how poorly run the colts are as an organization in general and they were bailed out for so long by peyton manning and then are getting bailed out by andrew luck but like 
It's clear Andrew Luck is the reason this team was at all relevant. And then they ruined him by by having him they sat, did. like they may have ended his career. It's like it's always like is he going to come back? Is he not? This shoulder injury is like a really weird one that like no one really knows what to make anything of. Well, maybe he would have gotten proper treatment for it if Jim Irsay hadn't kept giving him, like, the wrong pills <laughs> to cover the pain, you know? Oh, God. Andrew, this one this one will make you feel real good. Trust me. The, the, the pills marked fun, not the ones labeled. These are these are the medicine ones for medicine purposes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see the last time the, the Colts were decent. Mm. It made well, the playoffs the Colts, in 2014. They, they, didn't they make... It had to be the been... deflate gate year been... when they yeah. when they whistle blow that crap when they made the AFC championship. Yeah, they they were eight and eight the past two seasons, and then they were eleven and five with luck healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that his? No, they were eleven and five two years in a year? row. 2013, 2014, wow. both years. 2012, 2012 through twenty fourteen, they were eleven and five every year. But in those stretches, I'm pretty sure, like. Andrew Luck was still, if not the most sacked quarterback in football, he was definitely up there. I I remember this because I, I remember specifically like watching Sports Center and them being like, how the hell is this happening? How is like one of the worst offensive lines in football allowed to be on an eleven and five team? Yeah. It's fucking wild, and they're they're doing the same thing to a to a promising quarterback in Jacoby Brissett, which fucking words I never thought I would say, but he's looking okay. Yeah, yeah you stick Jacoby on a decent team, and he might be passable. I mean, compared to all those it, other backup projects that have, I mean, yeah. I, the the bar is just so low at this point. That's true. That's so so true. I mean, in a league where you have to stare at. You know your Osweilers and your Hundleys. Who's your... who's starting for the Cardinals now? Drew Jesus. Stanton. Drew Stanton. Thank you. I'm like, what? who did they put in when when Palmer went down? And yeah, no, well, you're right. It was Gabbard for like two. Oh games no, no, there. you're right. It's Gabbard. It's Gabbard. No, it is Gabbard now. No, you're right. You're right. And yeah. Gabbard, like they just um, they just uh handed him like a pretty fucking big contract. Uh, to be the like quarterback of the future in Ugh. fucking Arizona. So congratulations, Arizona! You get more adventures of the flow. Uh, I'm happy about it, but maybe you shouldn't be. <laughs> well, and the big Jimmy G experiment is now underway. Yeah, I mean, he's won his only two games as a starter. Obviously, he is God. Like we said last week, like Joe Montana, who. Uh-huh. Yeah, Joe Idaho. Yeah, Joe Idaho against the Bears and the Texans, and 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 to be and the Bears frank, by one point. Yeah, the Bears <laughs> tested him a little bit. Huh? Hey, the Bears beat the Bengals by like thirty points. The Bears are clearly good. Yeah, <laughs> are you saying the Bengals are good? Eight. I mean, sure. Five and eight. <laughs> The Bengals might lose their division. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot that the Cleveland Browns existed, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They As... might lose the only meaningful positions in their division. Right. The, 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 the ones the that count. Ceremonial last place spot in that division, you know, always reserved for the Browns. 
it's almost like they don't even belong in their division. They they're just in their own class. It's it's a, and it's a Notre Dame situation. The AFC situation. North is three teams. It's, it's just a, a Notre Dame hate. situation. It's just a hate division. It's a division filled with hate. It's true. That's so it's where true. they put all the hateful teams so that you know nobody else has to play them more than once a season. Well, yeah, That's... but then you got the you know NFC East too, which is like that, except teams that that are fun to watch. Also, yeah, that generally. don't murder each other. Yeah, yeah, God, that don't. We like, talked about this last football week. like a. It's a blood sport. They leave the blood sport to the fans where it belongs. <laughs> Like seriously, Pittsburgh versus the Bengals needs like a TVMA rating. We we talked about this last week and how it's it is not an enjoyable, and it hasn't been an enjoyable. It's not good. It's not. And good. and and you know, so you just stick the Browns in there with the rest of them, because you know what for comic relief. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody cares if they get beat up <laughs> six <laughs> times the season. Fucking, you're watching. You're watching. Fucking. Yeah, you can't really serious. crush Cleveland's hopes any more than they've already been crushed. So they're just there to be putty yeah. for the other teams to punch and just take frustration out on. Well, and, you know, the Cle- it's, it's to give the other guys a break because, you know, after about four games of the season when the Cleveland's 0-4 again, they won't be, you know, going for those hard hits anymore. Mm-hmm. It gives all yeah. those evil teams a break. <laughs> so th- I guess what we're saying is thank you, Cleveland. You're providing a public service. Ugh. Uh, I think Cleveland's always provided a public service of at least it's not Cleveland. Yeah. I don't know how much that has to do with the Browns, at least partially. True. Very true. Very true. As someone who spent some time in Cleveland, it's okay. Cleveland. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Hey, I, I was there once. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is nice. The area downtown that, like, because I had, like, my bachelor party in Cleveland, and we had a pretty damn good time. There's, like, some sections of downtown that are genuinely nice. They got some pedestrian-only streets with a lot of bars. Nice. It was pretty pretty fun. The The stadium is located in a really pretty spot. Like, the Hall of Fame's right there. It's not bad. Um, I went to a different wedding right over in East Cleveland, and they had to have, like, security at the door because... Um, You'd get robbed and stuff if you walked outside. So that, it wasn't all good. Dave had a really strict budget for his bachelor party. And let me tell you, he went to Cleveland and he had a hell of a night for that $100. (laughs) (laughs) They went to four or five bars, strippers, the whole thing. I went to a Browns game. (laughs) You know how much, do you know how much Browns tickets are right now? Oh God! Oh. Well, let's let's fucking look. No, no, I was I was talking about this over the weekend with this dude who's uh, working on a show that I'm in, uh, who's a Browns fan, and I believe he found like lower level tickets for six dollars. I know that I know that there are tickets available now for Browns Bears on Christmas, like on in the lower levels for you know a, a fucking Jackson for twenty bucks. Oh my god, oh my god. Yep, from $6, Ravens at Browns, from $6. And like, from what I remember, those tickets were not bad seats. Let's, let's fucking see, I'm looking. Uh, so yeah, Browns at Bears from $27, and then, well, and then you get Browns at Steelers from 65 because, one, it's an away game. Um, and Pittsburgh fans look for any excuse to leave Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
So, so well, th- this is the thing. The Browns only have one home game left. So it's it's Ravens at Browns, and then and then they travel to Chicago, where prices are going to be higher, and then Heinz Field, where prices are also going to be higher. Let's see. Let's see how much. Yeah. Yep. So thirty-seven. Yeah. You wanna you wanna sit on the uh you wanna sit like right at the forty-five yard line. Yeah, forty bucks for ground level right by the 50 um yeah that's that's 37 bucks visitors sideline same deal oh you can get like the 25 for 30 bucks geez if you want to sit in the corner it's 15 upper upper levels are all in like around 10 (laughs) dollars but see you know i I, in a way, I'm jealous of that because I remember one of my favorite things was, uh, oh, yeah. you know, living on the north side of Chicago when the Cubs were unwatchable. Yeah. Because, Terrible. you know, the San Diego Padres would come to town and you could buy tickets day of for like a weekday. And, and the, the Cubs, of course, play a ton of afternoon games because of the tradition of not having any lights in the stadium. You know, trying to <laughs> trying to keep the memory of that alive, even though they do have lights now. So you could pick up like an after late afternoon game ticket if someone bad was in town for like five dollars, like ten dollars to sit in the bleachers, five dollars yeah. for the upper deck, and it was you could amazing. get rivalry day game uh, game tickets for like twenty twenty five. Yeah, but like it was a kind of thing where I remember one day like. I was just like, hey, Sam, you want to go watch the Cubs? And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, it'll only cost ten bucks. Yeah, I'm not and, doing like, anything. That's amazing to have. Now it's like, you know, you have to sell a child to yeah. get a bleacher seat. Whoa. So, you know, I say Cleveland, enjoy it while you have it. Now, you know what game that I would have wanted to watch uh, that I bet tickets in hindsight would would they wished people wished they had sold their tickets for six dollars uh-huh. is the Bills game, the Bills Colts game. Oh, this past. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell man. yeah. Hell that yes. Looked like a blast. I mean like any two snow game. Feet of snow on the ground at I all rem- times. I was entranced. There was um oh, fucking who was it? He just ki- he kicked a fucking booming field goal. Adam Vinatieri hit a extra point that was pushed way oh, back. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. It was an extra point that was pushed back like 30 yards or something. Yeah. Uh, uh which and because it was pushed back he only hit the extra point, and then he missed a field goal to take the lead. Yes. So it went to overtime, right? Where the Bills won it. Le- leading, excuse me, leading receiver in that game, Kelvin Benjamin, thirty-eight yards. <laughs> <laughs> leading passer, Jacoby Brissett, with a a nice sixty-nine yards and a touchdown. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah, dude! Like it, it's amazing. Thirty-two carries for Shady. Um, like what, what was his average? <laughs> what, what did he average? He did all right. So he okay. So this is a game where Lashawn McCoy carries the ball thirty-two times uh-huh. for one hundred fifty-six yards. Frank Gore, Frank Gore, oh, man. who is it was hundred and five years old, years old <laughs> carries the ball thirty-six times for one hundred and thirty yards. 
and they ran the ball with Jeez. other people. Uh, Marlon Mack took it uh, seven yeah. times. Mike Tolbert had six carries. He lost a big fumble that was unfortunate because he rumbled for like 15 yards. He ran over like a safety, just completely knocked him to the ground, and then fumbled. No, no, you got to say rumble. Like Mike Tolbert, you can't describe Mike Tolbert as running. Yeah, you, he Mike Tolbert rumbles. is bowling. Mike. <laughs> well, he had a highlight play, and then he fumbled at the end like a dummy. Um, I mean, I guess his hands were covered in Mother Nature's wet white stuff, but like, come Don't. on. <laughs> Travaris Cadet even had four carries for Jesus two yards. Christ. Do you guys know anyone who doesn't like snow games? The players? <laughs> well, okay. No, I, I just... mean, like, any a snow game like this, though, this is like nothing. I've never seen a game like this. I mean, there was like the ball would be buried in the snow. Like uh, when, when uh, Jack Doyle scored the winning uh, touchdown or not, no, no. When he scored the, um, the uh, extra point, the two point mm-hmm. conversion that was overturned, he mm-hmm. spiked the football and the level of the snow was like <laughs> over the sides of the football. It was amazing. I'm trying like, to think like how there are some amazing pictures from that game. There's just, like the picture of after the tackle with like the bills and the Colts player. And they're both covered pretty oh, much yeah. up to their shoulders. They're like lying on the ground and you can only see like their upper shoulder and their helmet sticking out of the snow. It's ridiculous. It's, it's amazing. But like, you know, you get those little flurries games where nothing sticks or like, you know, remember the Bears game we went to against the Saints late in the yeah. season where it was just yeah. freezing cold, but like, you and know, no, but no precipitation. Nothing, it doesn't affect the game at all. It's just it's like, rare when you I get mean, the a only true other snowball. game I've seen like this was actually the other game in which LaShawn McCoy pretty much won it by himself, which was the Eagles Lions game mm-hmm. a few years back mm-hmm. where McCoy was the only player doing anything of value oh man and there's the famous gif of uh megatron catching the ball like falling into the ground like into the snow and coming back up and his entire face mask is just like just a snowball now (laughs) like he had to sit there cleaning out like his visor and his face mask because it all just clumped up in his face it was amazing i I fucking i fucking love it and of course and of course there's pictures of shirtless bills fans at the game Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, Bills fans. Ugh. I'm very glad about that. I just had a sympathy shiver. Oh no, it is very cold and. Sh- uh, sorry to do this to you, but can I take a break to blow my nose? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I sound like eight kinds of snot. Hell. Ray is Ray is and, a very very sick boy. And this he, is an audio medium. He has the consumption. <laughs> tell our story i say you just gotta go for it you don't need to ask permission we'll, we'll oh. applaud this is this is a free country oh, my nose is about to be free i don't even know where i was going with that bye <laughs> sam yes while he's gone uh-huh. i want to bring up something very sad and near and dear to both of yeah, us yeah this is the perfect time to mention it so hero legend Roberto Aguayo has been cut from the Panthers practice squad. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Did you, did, could you hear that? Did I you did hear, hear that. that. Yes. Hear that. Hell yes. He was so sad about Roberto Aguayo that he had to, <laughs> had to get his little hanky out. And the waterworks is still I'm not still. editing that audio. You fucking better that, not, that dude. Better stay. 
It was a very good moment. But anyway, Roberto Aguayo. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, he's... He didn't do anything, and now he's gone. <laughs> gone Jesus, too soon. Jesus, put that on all of our tombstones. He didn't do anything, and now he's gone. Fuck, dude. Hey, hey are you talking he about me? He was generally disappointing, and now he's gone. <laughs> God. Hey, hey. This no, is. Talking... I'm, I'm blaming this on you too. You you did this to my Lord and Savior Carson Wentz, and you've made me ill somehow with We're your talking about giant Roberto magic. Aguayo. With your with your with your Ben McAvoodoo. <laughs> oh, that was good. Actually, that was really good. Uh, uh, sorry, you were talking about who? Roberto Aguayo. Roberto Aguayo. Oh, good. Our dearly departed. <laughs> hey, are you? Uh, is the Aguayo watch still active? What's he up to? Well, he just got cut. He got was on a team. He was on the Panthers. He was on the squad. Panthers practice squad. Ah, <laughs> oh, yikes! Along with uh, Young Waku, I think. But I don't know what's going on with with that dude. Um. He's old Waku now. Yeah, hey, yo, got him. <laughs> fuck you. Well, anyway, we wish you all the best, Roberto Aguayo. Please, please remove yourself from football and have yourself a good life. Yeah, yeah, please. God. You're young, you're beautiful. Get something, get something accomplished. Yeah. You can achieve your goals. I'm sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure you can do it. I believe in you. I absolutely believe in you. You deserve better than the fucking Buccaneers. You deserve you'd, better than you'd the Bears. Maybe he should be a NASCAR driver because he seems like he's pretty good at pulling <laughs> luck. <laughs> uh, good, good. Got we it. got, we got, we got any more? Uh, we got any more of those good kicker jokes? No, but I do want to mention that the Panthers also cut uh, running back Jalen Simmons, a Charlotte native known as Scoot. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Scoot Simmons. Scoot. Thank you for your time. Scoot, Scoot the boot. Scoot, Scoot got Simmons. The boot. No. Sam. Yes. Roberto Aguayo is going to live a very long time. You want to know why? No. Because he can't kick the bucket. Whatever. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, shit. Here's the real problem. Uh, is it, I don't know, I don't know if he will be able to find a new career because he has so much trouble with conversions. <laughs> I I don't I don't have any kicker jokes queued we up. We need to stop. I, that was my one and it wasn't I didn't get good. the memo that we were doing uh we were making runs on kickers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Although, you know, in his next job interview, I'm sure uh, when he comes home to his wife and she's like, how'd it go? He's like, well, you know, the goalposts are 10 yards back and you got to factor in, you know, the fact the snap is, is, I don't know, that's all I had. Yo, hey, wait, 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 this actually transitions into into something that's relevant to the podcast, so hooray. Uh, Speaking of special teams, Devin Hester, uh, I think it was either... um, it was this week. Uh, he announced his retirement. And uh, I, I want to know your guys' opinions on this because I believe very strongly uh, a certain way. I think Hester should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's no question for me. I think he should, but he won't yeah, be. Yeah, that is I. That is exactly yeah, how that's I likely. He was too. a one-trick pony. His trick was 
super awesome and he was the best at it. But that was all he brought to the so table. So I don't buy that is my thing. I don't buy that explanation. Every single person in the Hall of Fame is a one-trick pony. Jerry Rice was really good at being a wide receiver. Yeah. He he sure caught balls and ran good. You know? That's yeah. what Devin Hester does, except he catches balls and runs good after they're kicked to him. I, I seriously, like... Well, and it's the margin by which he was the best at it. Uh, that's so... Like, that is... he changed... It's like why Ray Guy should be in there and, you know, like like that sort of stuff. It's like, okay, maybe it's it's not quite as... They might put Hester in there like they put Ray Guy in there like 30 years from now when he's super old. When nobody ever retur- like returns, you know, when they've finally actually taken the kickoff out of the game. Yeah. 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 Wow. The, Jesus, you're probably not wrong about that when they actually like nut up and like no kickoffs. I mean, anymore. he's going to more like, you he's know, going when they to be the, the best returner of all time because they are going to take kickoffs yeah. away when they, at some when point. When you kick the ball from the 50, it'll be like, maybe we should let that guy into the Hall of Fame because nobody will ever ever ever, ever. break this record. Well, but that's the, that's the thing is even if they don't, I mean, they will, but even if they don't, I it, it is if you look at his stats versus any any of the people that are even close to him, no one, I don't think, will ever break any of of his return records. He, no, I do. You remember like watching games and just seeing him lined up like to return a punt or a kick, and like watching what the other team had to do. Do you remember well, watching those games with the excitement that like? Yeah, you know, he's good to score on these one out of, like, literally every four returns. And you have to look at it like late career Barry Bonds. Like, uh, nobody kicked to him. Nope, nope. They stopped kicking the ball to him. Like, can you imagine what his numbers could have been like if people people kept kicking, like, like people people kept, uh, you know, people, uh, they kept, every time somebody, like, chose to kick to him, they'd be like, oh, (laughs) I don't know why they're doing that. I think there was a big, uh... I think Chris Cluey once notably said, like, I'm not afraid of him. Kick to him. And then Devin Hester scored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Cluey was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> because he, like, tried to tackle him into the end zone and he gets past him. And you could see Cluey just deflate. Like, I just ate everything I just said. Like, he was the he deserved to be the MVP of that Chicago team a couple yes. years. Yes. Oh, and, fucking like, absolutely. He, he changed the game more than anybody else, at least on that team. He what he was responsible for fourteen points personally, which I think in that game was as many, if not more, points than the offense put up. Well, the offense that year was bad. Like it was the defense and Hester. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about that specific playoff game. I I think that Devin Hester alone put up more points than the entire Chicago Bears offense did. It, it's fucking wild to me. Um, I'm trying to look up his his specific stats. Um, I, I I always loved um, I always loved when they would line him up at, at wideout and have him like you knew when he was coming into the game that they were gonna run a jet sweep because it's like what is what is the play in football that is that kind of creates the a field that is closest to a kick return and it is it is the jet sweeper it is a wide receiver reverse and like 
the other team knew it was coming. It was just like, can he do it? Did he ever score on those plays? Because I don't Not remember usually. him ever scoring on Not one usually. Of those. He sometimes broke. Uh, like, yeah, broke he, well, he scored one for Atlanta. Um, and you know his uh, his second and third uh, his second year in the league he had an eighty one yard touchdown reception. Third year at a sixty five yard touchdown reception. Mm-hmm. Um, his first year in the league, he scored six times on kicking plays. His first two years in the league, excuse me, his first two years of the league, he scored six times on kicking plays, and then people stopped kicking to him. Uh, it's fucking for the ridiculous. next two years, and then uh, the year out, then after that. Um, uh, three, uh, three return touchdowns on each uh, uh, in 2010 and 2011. I mean, it's do just those, like, do those stats include punts? Yes. Okay. Okay. So his first year in the league, he had three punt return touchdowns, two kickoff return touchdowns, and a missed field goal return touchdown. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh my god, that one was. Sick. Jay Feely against Dave Zone, Giants. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I remember that because he he walked out of the end zone pretending that he wasn't going to run it back. Yeah, yeah he caught it, yeah. and then he just kind of strolled for like two seconds, and everyone just kind of relaxed, and then, and then he, he turned took on off. the Jets. Yeah, and that's the longest play in his. It was 108 yards. It was the longest play uh, in Chicago Bears franchise history. Considering you can only get one more yard than that. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, you can only get a 109 yard play. I mean. I feel like what everybody should do, it, it just treat yourself. Go online and watch the compilation of every return touchdown Devin Hester yeah. had in his career. Like, I think we all owe that to the man. Mm-hmm. And, and to yourselves. Else. Life is hard, and the world is a fuck. Like, do, do yourself You're not going to have many returns ever pretty soon. Yeah. So just enjoy them. Yeah, enjoy the good ones. Enjoy them in their peace. Yes, exactly. And you know, on the off chance, I know we do have a lot of uh, a lot of listeners of this podcast who do actually uh, submit votes, Hall of Fame votes. Um, consider Devin Hester. I like, in my opinion, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. I I just I. Like I would love him, and I want him in the Hall of Fame. He's not a first. Player. Listen, I just struggle to to think of him. Like when I think of him, I think of players like Tony Gonzalez, who literally changed the way that that opposing teams have to view a position on the football field, right? And like, and Tony Gonzalez inspired a future generation of tight ends. And Devin Hester has done that both at the college and professional level for like for skill players who are on the return team. I he has been not only was he a completely electrifying and like probably god one of the most fun if not the most fun football players to watch like while he was playing he also was incredibly influential. So, like, I mean, fucking, that's my soapbox argument. I just, you know. And uh, one more one more thing he did that's great is in the faded year of Sexy Rexy and Devin mm-hmm. Hester mm-hmm. Uh, making the Super Bowl, he is he became the first person ever to return the opening kick of the Super Bowl back for a touchdown because, of course, he did. That's probably never going to happen again. No. 
that was still amazing, and I still remember watching that play and thinking, like, oh my god, the Bears can actually win. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the rest of the game did not go quite as well. No. No, not so much, huh? No. No, it did uh, not. But- so before... We start wrapping things yes. up. Moving on. Did you guys see the Jags um Hawks kerfluffle? Oh fuck. It was at the so, end of that game. God damn it. Like I like I I wanna like Michael Bennett. I really do. I do too. I wanna like Michael Bennett because he like stands up for injustice and stuff, but at the same time he seems like a dickweed. I mean, the the two things can exist simultaneously, right? You can you can yeah. you can be a dick and a good person at the same time. I think, but fucking, it was so obvious that like the the Jaguars players weren't really doing much until the Seahawks started throwing punches. At least from well, what I mean, I the Seahawks were throw doing temper their... tantrums when they start getting beat up, well, like. This is consistent Seahawk behavior. When things are going poorly for them in a way that they don't seem to be expecting, like they're getting beat up by a team they're not expecting, yeah. they they act like a bunch of undisciplined babies. Well, I mean, and the Seahawks were doing the dickish Seahawks thing where they, um, where they, you know, they go after the guy kneeling down the ball to start it yeah. off. So oh, you're already God, looking like a villain there. That. It was on a kneel play. Yeah. Like, and it's it, one of those things where you're like, I guess did, you can argue that they shouldn't do that because they're only down by six points. But, like, come don't. on. It's, it's such a lack of professionalism, it feels well, like. Well, I saw, I saw a take on this that I actually think is very worth mentioning that someone who has escaped a lot of criticism for this is their fucking head coach, Pete Carroll. Yeah, that uh, that doesn't that doesn't happen if your head coach like doesn't tell you to fucking dive, right? Yeah, I I think that I think that yeah, I mean yeah, fucking hate Michael Bennett a little bit for being a scumbag uh, in in that moment, but you you all you also really gotta like take a look and be like, Pete Carroll allowed that, right? And. It was I mean, his like, leadership that... Well, there's one thing, because, like, if you want to go and try and swat the ball out of the center's hands on a kneel down uh-huh. attempt, you know, that's one thing. But, like, they're just... They just start... Like, they just rushed. Yeah, and they... they and then... Yeah. And it, they only rushed, like, three dudes. And, like, the three dudes, predictably, got tackled by the entire Jaguars <laughs> line. Yeah, yes. You know, like, if you're gonna do it, like, try and be tricksy about it and not dangerous about it. Didn't someone on the Seahawks, like, roll over, like, intentionally roll over a Jaguars player's ankle or something? I don't know. They were all I rolling around on the that. ground. It was just fucking... It's worth watching just because there's a lot of synchronized flag throwing. Like, I think That's about six so flags go yeah. flying through the air. Some of them as if they're on a synchronized swimming team. Uh-huh. Gotta pad that penalty yardage stat. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember, like, the fucking – the refs getting into it, and then, what, Michael Bennett, like, went over to the sidelines, started yelling at everyone. Yeah, and, like, the people were throwing beers at the Seahawks. And... Yeah, yeah. That one guy tried to climb into the stands all Malice in the Palace style. Yeah. Tried to fight, and the security guy had to pull him down. Uh, apparently, a couple Jags fans have been banned for life because they were – 
really bad people. Oh shit! Of I didn't, all I didn't the times to get banned from life. Yeah, the, the one Jaguars. season where you you oh, waited man. through the the Jaguars of the thousands. <laughs> And the fucking early 2010s. This is their first winning season Jesus. since 2007. <laughs> to, to be to be fair, they can't really act like they've been there before, can they? Oh. Yeah, this is one of those things I tend to notice with like teams with fan bases where the the team has been bad for a while. The fans don't know how to act. They're so all caught up in the new, like, oh my gosh, we're winning, we're winning, I'm an asshole now. Well, they, they still have that underdog mentality, you know, they think of themselves as underdogs, and they, they, do. they think of themselves as charming and everything they do, Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Nope, they're not. God, at least now Seattle fans have mostly started to, like, understand that they're not going to win every season, uh-huh. and, th- and I feel like they've calmed down a little bit. They're still kind of obnoxious, so, but compared to what they were like two years ago, they're much more, much more standable. I, I have to, I to this point, I don't know. This might be a little too personal for the podcast, but um, I have to confess, I've begun uh, dating a Packers fan. Oof! And she doesn't seem to understand. <laughs> so she she's like sending me like updates like this past week like Aaron Rodgers coming back so exciting blah 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 and I'm like my quarterback is out for the season and she's like yeah but (laughs) she's like yeah but it's so exciting like you know we haven't had our quarterback and now we might really make the playoffs I'm like if you make the playoff if you win in the playoffs if the Packers win the Super Bowl this year I'm going to murder you (laughs) <laughs> like our relationship will be over. You don't understand. She's like, oh, but you know, it's been so hard this year. But that's Packers fans. I know. I like that's this this weird Packers fans. It's just like, oh, we're the Packers. What nobody could hate us. I know. It's exactly- I mean, we're just so lovable. We're like the historical uh-huh. team. We're like we're little Green Bay. No, we, we're like this little town. We were, we're so we were unique cute. and special. And Vol- like cheese things. It's been so hard this year with Aaron Rodgers out with a broken collarbone. I'm like. I've never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> the Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. Never. Ever. It has never happened. The closest they came within your lifetime was him throwing up. Yeah. Like, like, how do I make you, how do, how, tell me, tell me, oh, wise hosts of Intentional Signing the Draw Play podcast, how do I convince this Green Bay lady, and I should mention also that she's an Alabama fan, because of course... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, hey, hey! If there's one week, if there's one week, it's acceptable. Roll damn tide! It's yeah. it's the week where Nick yeah. Saban saved us from a pedophile uh, fucking senator. Jesus, help us! Please, Jesus. Please. Well, it didn't help Roy Moore. No. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I feel like well, we do need to give. The I hear there's going to be some the football right games next week. Nick Saban did uh, did. Like were more than the margin between Doug Jones and Roy Moore. So the write-in, the write-ins were about, I guess, a little over twenty thousand votes. It was one point seven percent. One point seven percent, and it was basically enough to have made the difference. Mm-hmm. And knowing that it's Alabama, I'm, I'm one hundred percent positive that over fifty percent of those were, were Nick, Nick Saban. Saban. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, uh, so do you guys still do uh, predictions or? I 
We kind of gave up. Yeah, because well, we were so fucking wrong. I was thinking about this, <laughs> like, early, early, early it, in the it, podcast. We, we tried, and we just... It wasn't worth well, it. We were wrong. I, I Fucking remember when we thought the Redskins were going to be good? Yes. I was part of that. I remember being yeah. part of that. Yeah. Honestly, I I still think that they would have been better this season if they hadn't been so hurt. Like, they've... They've been hit pretty bad by that's, injuries. That's true. I mean, Kirk Cousins is not looking great. Like, right now, like but. I think that if the Redskins were healthy, they would be a playoff contender over Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it would, mm-hmm. it would. the Eagles would be on top, and then the Redskins would be, like, a healthy fighting for the fifth seed sure. or sixth seed. Sure. And the Cowboys would have already kind of given up. Well, uh, but you know, speaking of those NFC East teams, I'm I'm just saying I have some wagers, you know, that I need. I've been I bought some Bitcoin, so I'm feeling pretty <laughs> confident in my uh, in my financial. So I'm gonna I want if I want to bet a couple of these tight games, I mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your opinion. Yeah, one yeah, is let's go. Dallas Oakland Sunday Night Football. I, is it in Oakland or is it in, in Dallas? Oakland. You see, this is the kind of stupid game the Raiders would win. Yeah, that's that was I, kind of where I was leaning to. Yep. I, I Zeke's not agree. back yet. It's in Oakland. Oakland is going to pointlessly keep their playoff hopes alive, even though they're not going to make it. Dallas is going to screw it up. Like, I think this is a game Oakland wins because it's a game that ultimately doesn't matter well, that much. Well, my I'm gonna thing say is t- also, Dak, like – the Cowboys haven't really been protecting Dak as well as I mean this they supposed exactly to have the best, what I was gonna say. Supposed to have the best offensive line in football, right? And they're not really protecting their quarterback. Dak is either gonna get sacked eight times yeah. or, he, or he's gonna make miracles happen with his legs and throw for a bajillion yards and they're gonna win. But I think it's more likely he gets sacked a billion times. Yeah. Yep. Uh also Miami Buffalo. <laughs> I <laughs> oh god in Miami or in Buffalo in Buffalo they They're say flipped. it might be another snowball. My God, yes, please. Oh my please, God, please, please. Don't my prediction is god. I will be rock hard for the entire game. Don't you want to see Jay Cutler try and throw the ball in two feet of snow? Yes, yes. I've never wanted. I want to see uh, <laughs> Joe Webb try and throw the ball in three feet of snow. Oh, but Fuck. see, he's got some practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. And he's got but Kelvin he's Benjamin to throw worse. to. Oh, shit. He's just eight feet tall. Uh, shit. I predict six to three Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, I oh. think th- I, I, I'm going to give the Dolphins the edge, too. Because this is the Bills still have playoff hopes, and that's not allowed. No. So. <laughs> oh, I got to take. The, the Bills The Bills have to go down. So, yeah, I'm, I'm calling the Dolphins for I this. I got to take Buffalo. I'll go okay. against you guys on that one. That's fair. They, they will have the snow experience. Uh, Rogers coming back for Green Bay against Carolina. I this is one hundred percent going to be a bullshit Rogers comeback I, no, game. No, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, the Carolina Panthers are going to win that game. I think I gotta go with Green Bay. I think Jordy Nelson's going to come alive, and it's going to be the, pa- the Packers are going to bullshit their way into the playoffs sure are. and it's going to make everything so much more boring. Nah. I was I was so disappointed that Rodgers was coming back because I 
the Packers are like the Patriots of the NFC. They're always there. They're always good. They're always making waves of the playoffs. Like, I just go away. The NFC playoff picture was so much more interesting when you were irrelevant. That's very true. I, I just still think So that, the Packers uh, are here to ruin everyone else's fun, and Packers fans can be all like, oh, we're historic, <laughs> and slum party. <laughs> hey, you know, did you know that uh, every Packers season holder actually, oh, shut the fuck up. We all know about it. We don't care. Did you know that I own part of the team? <laughs> Jesus. Fucking sell it. Sell okay. it. Fucking it's terrible. Well, if things get serious uh, with this girl, we're going to have to burn this recording off the internet. You know that, right? <laughs> with <laughs> fucking flamethrowers. No, don't worry, though. The Panthers are going to win because they're, they, their playoff hopes are still alive, too, and they need a, they need a win to stay competitive in the uh, NFC South race. Packer bullshit. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but no. Please no. How about please no? How about that? I think we can all take that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Next game. Oh, okay. I what else? I was just trying to pick out the interesting ones. Um, how about? Well, I mean, New England, Pittsburgh. It's I mean New England. I, I don't know, man. Pittsburgh can't beat New England. Pittsburgh cannot beat New England. They never beat New England. They suck against the Patriots. They never win. They're playing at home, so I think that helps. It's gonna make it even more embarrassing. I when they just look like a wet lump of coal i think i i don't know man i i think it's going to be a shootout and i think it's going to be close your complete inability to just like accept the patriots dominance in face of insurmountable evidence (laughs) every single week like i almost admire your optimism recency bias listen if the miami dolphins can fucking beat the beat the patriots convincingly Pittsburgh can too now Patriots don't lose two games in a row well we'll just have to see about that now here's something I wouldn't have wagered there are two games now now uh, ESPN is giving me the ticket prices the the minimum ticket prices here nice in a nice row for me there are two games with tickets cheaper than Baltimore at Cleveland Okay. Would anybody like to hazard a guess? I I would guess um, I would guess the 49ers game, but that's still a relatively new stadium, oh, so I no don't think way. it's that. Yeah, I don't nah, think it's people that. love the people love the Niners. Niners tickets yeah. are starting at thirty dollars a pop. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think so. Um, mm. God, and it can't it can't be Giants Eagles because that's a home game and it's no, a rivalry. Like, it, those are... And like Eagles fans are at least excited, even with the news. Yeah. So yeah, and they'll travel to Rutherford. That that ticket's going for twenty eight bucks minimum. It's not. It's not um... Buffalo, is it? Nope. That's twelve dollars. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well, my first guess would be Thursday night football, probably Colts. Ding 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 Broncos. ding. Yeah. Broncos at Colts <laughs> yeah. on a Thursday yeah. night for five dollars, my nice. friend. Nice. Oh. Hell yeah. God. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. Um, I'm gonna go with Arizona Washington. Yes, oh, Arizona nice. at, yeah. at yes. Washington for four American dollars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> 
for less than the price of a fill-up box at fucking <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. You can watch. For less than a price of a $5 foot Yes, well, you can watch. For the price of a beer of the month at Friar Tuck's Bar in Lakeview, Chicago, Illinois, you can go to FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland and watch two extremely bad football teams. <laughs> Well, no, two mediocre football teams. I yeah, guess. two, two, two severely mediocre yeah, I mean, football teams. Arizona's six and seven. Washington's five and eight. That's not that. Bad. No, no, they're they're severely mediocre. You can watch the quarterback duel of Blaine Gabbert and <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you like I, that? Let me tell you. Let me you tell don't. you. Let me tell you, they could have that. I would pay. I would pay four dollars to see that. <laughs> I would pay four dollars for that too. Of course, in Washington at FedEx Field, you're going to be paying like fifty bucks for parking yeah. minimum. So really, you're paying like fifty-four dollars. Yeah. Like there's, there's where they get you. Yeah, because you got to get all the way out there to the middle of nowhere. Fucking Landover. Yeah. Uh, uh, other highlights. If you wanted to see New England at Pittsburgh and Heinz Field, that would be the most expensive at $208 for the cheap seats. Shit, dude. Ouch. Gross. All that just to see the Patriots win normally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Gross. Eh. Gross. Gross. (laughs) Okay. I think that's more or less how to end. Yeah, with fucking gross... (laughs) Patriot fucking probably winning again. Everyone, go to FedEx Field. Pay four bucks and report back to us on was that four dollars worth it? Oh get, my get god, a, yes. Get a whole group together. <laughs> Seriously, get a whole group together. Be like, and carpool it. Because if you carpool, you can split the parking fee. Bring No, this is the thing to do. Bring all your friends. Rule parking out of it. Take a bus or something, right? Like, get a bus together. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. it is a challenge to see who can have the most fun at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland oh, for the yes. least amount of money. Oh, hell yeah. That Ray, is we have game. to do this. Get Ray, all your friends to together. This. Buy $4 tickets for all your – you can even start the challenge by saying, I'll buy, I'll buy you, my 20 closest friends, all tickets to this game because they are $4 a piece. And now you must show me – how best to save to pinch my pennies yes <laughs> during this game and whoever could get the most stuff for the least money is your best Please man at your this. wedding it would piss dan snyder oh, off hell so yeah. much oh hell yeah dude <laughs> this is the perfect team stadium owner to do this hashtag team. please stick it to the dan <laughs> there it is and i think i think we need to stop now yes Take it to the dad. So, as our guest, Ray, how can we follow you? You can follow me at uh, Hey Ray Ray. That's H U Y R A Y R E H on uh, social media and uh, in the uh, Chicago, local Chicago acting scene. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, as always, I'm Sam Grezes. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grezes. S A M G R E S Z E S. E-S-E-S on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs and at KissingIvankaTrump.com Dave? 
I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, on Patreon, on Instagram, and of course on the Drawplay.com. Thank you for listening. Please report your findings of all that Go fun penny pinching in FedEx and have a the wonderful The proletariat will rise again. Time. Nope. How do I hold on? How do I how do I stop? <laughs>